You are now tuned in to No One Watches Regular News, hosted by me, Kerry Bogar, and this is episode 111. I'm ethnocentric, which means I think my race is the superior one. A Pflugerville ISD teacher no longer with the district after saying that, concerning remarks he made in a classroom with kids. And as you saw, it was caught on tape, and now we are hearing from parents and one of the students who was in that classroom. KXAN's Nabil Ramadna brings us this follow-up to his story last week, sparking discussion in that school district. When I saw the video, I, I was floored and confused. When Millicent Benjamin and her husband Andy... It's very uh, disturbing. It's upsetting. ...saw a video of their son Rama's teacher making inappropriate comments to their son and his classmates, they were shocked. It was my first time, like, seeing, like, hearing someone say they were racist and, like, admitting to it. Ramos says the interaction last week started when he walked in wearing a BLM sticker on his shirt. And he told me I couldn't come in his class wearing it, so he made me take it off. Rama, just an eighth grader at Bulls Middle School, says things escalated from there. And then a student threw a pencil across the room, and me and my friend said if that were us, we would have gotten in trouble. So we asked him if he were racist. Here's the video he took. Deep down in my heart, I'm ethnocentric, which means I think my race is the superior one. That teacher goes on to say, I think everyone is a racist at that level. He said that we should respect him more because he was honest, but I was just like, I don't see it that way. Pflugerville ISD sent out an email to the community letting them know that that teacher is no longer employed in the district. The Benjamins say they're proud of those students who pulled out phones to record the incident making sure others were aware of the situation. I'm happy that the children had enough courage within themselves to be able to get this on tape and to be able to report it to the administration. The Benjamins say they've talked to their son and they're proud of the way he kept his composure. They hope others who have to deal with similar situations will do the same. We believe in equality for everybody and um, my son was an example of that and I'm just very proud of what he did. Nabil Ramadna, KXAN News. And the district is still not naming the teacher. The district says it has counselors available for any students or families who want to discuss the situation further. Now so you heard the audio of that story was about a Pflugerville ISD teacher um, accused of making racist comments during a conversation with students. So for those that don't know, Pflugerville, Texas is in Travis County. It's a suburb in Austin, Texas. Uh, you have Austin, Texas. You have... Uh, Round Rock, Texas, and you also have said Market. So that's where Pflugerville is. So most people don't even know exactly where is Pflugerville, Texas. Um, it's, it's in Austin, Texas. That's where it is. First thing is this. Um, when it comes to cell phones, um, should cell phones be allowed in classrooms to record private conversations like this? Should teachers confiscate these cell phone devices? Because we have seen where cell phones can be misused by students. We've seen where students have recorded fights and a lot more things that's inappropriate. And yet we see this story comes out of a teacher being recorded in the classroom by a student. So should there be more strict policies in place when it comes to uh, cell phones being allowed in school? I would say yes. Definitely. Second thing is this. Um, when it comes to kinds of races, it's only two kinds. 
It's one that's very out in the open, honest about it. And then it's those who are in the closet. They hide it. In this case, he told you that he's ethnocentric. He told you that he believes that his race is superior. The question is, how many more teachers are out there that think the way that he thinks? That's in his that's in his profession as a teacher. Are there judges, lawyers, are there cops, politicians, people that are in powerful positions? Do they think this way? That's a question. Do they think this way? And if they think this way, we have a problem. They should they should not be allowed to have these positions of authority. For example, a teacher and be allowed to teach black students, be allowed to teach uh, students who, who might be Asian or Latino. You know, this is scary. So I have more respect for a person that's out in the open and honest about it. At least I know where I stand versus someone that's in the closet that hides it. Those kinds of people are dangerous. And that's the issue. Next story is about Shanquilla Robinson. Um, before I get started, this is what her father had to say about the death of his daughter. Um, it's a very bizarre story, man. Uh, some friends went to Mexico together. It was Shanquilla Robinson and uh, also I think it was six of her friends went with her. And uh, she didn't come back home. And there's a lot of questions being raised about what happened to her and why. So why did this happen to a 25-year-old woman while she was on vacation with her friends? Why did they do this to her? So what prompted them to do this to her? You know, what's the reason? So, and the story is very bizarre because you don't go on vacation with someone with the intention to kill them because of whatever reason, because you don't like them or whatever. So this is why this story is, is very bizarre. But this is what the father of Shaquilla Robinson had to say about the death of his daughter. It was they, they attacked her, ma'am. It wasn't no physical. They attacked her, ma'am. I mean, it seemed like from my daughter was asleep, ma'am. You know, um, for all of them to be in that room, and then you know they come in there like I don't know, she woke up or whatever. The way it seemed like they attacked her, ma'am. And she naked, ma'am. You know, for a father to see that video, ma'am. Because my daughter's not a fighter, ma'am. She's not a fighter, not at all. For them to do what they did, ma'am, it just seemed like it was a plot because they couldn't have did that over here, ma'am. They couldn't have did over. Here. They couldn't have did that over here. You know, where her friends, all her friends are. You know, it went. It, it went. It went down like that, ma'am. They don't realize, you know, what they done, done ma'am. They took a hole. They took a. They, they, they just robbed. They just put a hole in my heart, man. That was my only child. I'm just heartbroken, man. You know, I can't even be a granddaddy. Can't even walk down the aisle, man. Can't even hear a voice. Can't even say daddy. Mom, you know, can't even say daddy. Can't even say grandma. Damn, you know, y'all. I just don't know. Y'all just don't know what this has done to me. Just don't know, ma'am. You just, just don't know. Just don't know. Just don't know. You know, I thought she'll be bearing me. 
Not me bearing her. What do you hope happens in this situation when it comes to getting justice for your girl? They get charged for it, ma'am. And they go back over there and do the time. Because that's what they did to crime, man. And they left for that, ma'am. They left her in that house, ma'am. They left her there, but amazed to find her. Don't you know how much the pain my daughter suffered for the injury, you know, that she took? You know, she had a smaller, smaller frame, man. You know, you know, but him to sit there and try to get her no help or nothing. I just want justice and help. I just, I'm, I'm just angry, hurt, sad, all in one, man. All in one. I've been dealing with this from day one when I got the phone call. Saying that she had passed, ma'am. You know. When you say when you say you want them to, of course you want them to be arrested and to serve, but life sentence would that is that what you think that they should face? Yes, they took a life, ma'am. They took a life. So you heard the audio. That was the father of Shanquilla Robinson uh, talking about his daughter and um, what he he thinks would happen and he said that they attacked her um this is true so right now um the fbi is investigating this murder this very suspicious mysterious murder the family deserves justice for what happened to their daughter the father deserved justice for what happened to his only daughter and they took her away from him okay Shanquilla Robinson was vacationing with her friends in Mexico when this happened to her. So she was with her friends. Right. Apparently her friends, after she's dead. They end up calling the parents. And telling the parents that she had died due to alcohol poisoning. This is what they said. Now. The Mexican authorities suggested that there was no foul play, but this was not true. So they did an autopsy on Mrs. Robinson. They found out that she had a broken neck and suffered a severe spinal cord injuries. This is what they found out. Okay. Among all the other questions about what happened to this young woman in Mexico or who are the people that was with her. That she traveled with. And why were these so-called friends allowed to have her beaten up? And at least one person stood there and recorded what happened. It's a very tragic death. And this has been a top story right now on social media for a while now. Is who are these six friends? That was with her in Cabo. Who are they? And why did Shanquilla Robinson end up dead in a brutal way? In the video, it, it shows Robinson being beaten up is brutal by another woman in a hotel room. The woman in the video. Identified as Robinson is not shown to even defending herself in the one-sided fight. In the clip, it shows the woman 
who is Robinson being punched in the head and face multiple times and thrown on the floor before she's hit again while she's down. So she's not even defending herself at this point. It appeared that at least two people were filming the violence in that room. The person recorded the video, posted on social media, and another person whose phone could be seen recording the footage. And you can hear this person say to Robinson in the video, fight back. And it's a man's voice, fight back. And Shanquilla Robinson is not even fighting back. So in the autopsy, it revealed that Robinson had a broken neck, a cracked spine. Robinson did not have any alcohol in her system at all. This is what the autopsy report showed. And it contradicts what Robinson's friend said about how she died. So they lied. One of Robinson's friends called the mother and told her her daughter was not feeling well and died from alcohol poisoning. This is what one of the so-called friends told Robinson's mother on the phone. Get this right. So after they killed her in Mexico, they left her there. The friends returned back to their homes in North Carolina without Robinson whose body was finally recovered by her family two weeks later after she died on October 29th. That's some shit for you, right? It's crazy how you can go on vacation with your friends and not come back because they killed you and they left your fucking body in a different country. How do you do that to someone that you befriended that's your friend? So right now, Robinson's friends really have not even been identified. Now, people on social media are digging up and they're trying to search and find out who who the fuck are these friends? And why did you leave your friend in Mexico dead? And why did you do that to her? Right. It's, it's a very sad story. About what happened to this young woman. And how you can leave her there. So right now on social media. Posts have called for the friends to be arrested. And charged for their alleged roles. In Robinson's death. But it is not clear if they can even happen. Since they're no longer in Mexico. So this murder did not happen in the US. It happened in Mexico. So Mexican authorities have to step up. It says right here in this article, a video on social media claims to show a man who said he traveled to Cabo separately one day after Robinson and the others had arrived. The unidentified man said on the video that he was told Robinson was suffering from alcohol poison and claimed he didn't know there was even a fight. That's a lie. He was there.
So this lets you know, man, that when it comes to your friends, man, you have to watch people, man. You can't trust nobody. This is what I suggest. Don't never, ever go with anyone and pay for their way on a trip. If they can't pay their way on, on a trip, you don't go. And if I don't trust you, you can't go. That's how I've, I view friends. If you're not reliable, dependable, trustworthy, I don't fuck with you. That should be your mindset. Whenever you go on a trip, if you can't pay your fucking way, you're not going. I'm not paying for you to go on a trip with me just because you're my fucking friend. I'm not doing that. You pay your way. I, I'll have my own room to myself. You have your room. So that way, I don't see your broke ass. Plain and simple. But this story is, is, is so sad because it just shows you just how down and dirty and rotten and low life some of us black folks are. It just shows you just how low life we are, man, and, and how you should not associate with low life. Because that's what they are. They're her friends, Robinson, I bet you is a good woman. And she just was associated with the wrong people. Low life scumbag. They were jealous of what she had. They felt some kind of way about her. She may have money, had no, had no issue paying her way. But then once you become associated with these kinds of dirt bags, these low life scum, you tend to put yourself in circumstances that you otherwise would have avoided if you just didn't associate with these, with these kinds of people. This is a very sad story. I mean, I, I hate that this story happened to her, but it shows you, man, you just can't trust nobody. The only person you can trust is yourself. So I, I just hope that the family gets justice for the murder of Robinson. And these six people that was with her, they deserve what's coming to them. 100%. So this is why you can't really hate Kyrie Irving, man. Um, People just disagree with his beliefs. That's it. Uh, he has never been in any serious trouble. No DWIs. No um, assaulting women. For the most part, Kyrie Irving has been a clean-cut guy. Free from drama. Free from issues. So, this article says Kyrie Irving donates. Donates, y'all. $65,000 to the family of Shanquilla Robinson. Once again, Kyrie Irving steps up to the plate. And proves why you can't really hate him. You can only talk about what he says. And what you disagree with. His beliefs. How he thinks. That's what you can disagree with. But when it comes to him putting action behind it. You cannot say that Kyrie Irving has not delivered. That's him. He's going to step up to the plate. Do the right thing. And help out. And assist where he can. So this is why you can't hate him man. You can only disagree with what he says, his beliefs, and all that shit. But this man steps up, donates $65,000 to the family of the 25-year-old woman who died in Mexico, Shakula Robinson. 
So before I go, I wanted to discuss this film, uh, Emancipation starring Will Smith. So this film is inspired by photos taken in 18, I believe the year was 63, I believe. Okay. So this film is based on that. It's the story of Whip Peter. So it's only fitting that Will Smith plays the role of a slave after he slaps a black man on stage, right? So Whip Peter. It's a famous photo of a slave sitting down. It shows his bare back and his head turned. His back is really, just really severely beaten, brutal, looks bad. So in the story of Whip Peter is not much known about him. They're talking about the testimony that he gave during his medical examination with the Union Army when he escaped when he escaped the plantation. It's also said that Whit Peter was somewhat crazy as well. So there's not much known about Peter. He was crazy. And they even said that when the white soldiers saw him, they was horrified by his wound. But when the blacks saw him, they didn't care. They pay him no mind, no attention because they knew the stories. It was nothing new. It had been, been going on for years. So what made this slave any different than the rest of them? What it was, was it was a fucking photo. It was entertainment back then. They never seen something like this. So the photos began to circulate. But it's ironic that all of a sudden this film comes out. It's about Whip Peter. Will Smith plays a role. And they're saying that maybe Will Smith might win a award for this movie. But I just hate the fact that they always create these kinds of films. Nat Turner, Harry Tubman films, you know, now Whip Peter. Shit like this where these stories are not really verified to be true or not. They don't know the full story of Whit Peter. This is what Hollywood does best. Create stories, some fictional, some non-fictional, some true, false, whatever. This is what they do. But at some point, I, I think we have to stop believing these kinds of stories and know that we were not told the entire truth of what happened back then. And I think the boat has sailed. And I think that people should stop investing so much time in wanting to know these backstories about these individual people when we didn't know their full names or know much about them. So what you do is you make up a story about them. Like you take a photo of this guy and you make up an entire fucking story about him and don't even know if it's true or not. Well, that concludes this episode. Once again, thank you for being able to tune in and listen to my podcast. No one watches regular news hosted by me, Kerry Bogar. Stay tuned for the next episode.